0: GameZillaMedia.com Noiseland Arcade Welcome to this week's episode of the Noiseland Arcade, our uh, Simpsons podcast, and uh, my name is Craig WK, and with me is my good pal, the Arcade Phantom over here. Sean, wonderful to have you Back as always Uh, Now, for People who are listening to every one of our episodes And not just cherry picking uh, You might know that last week we uh, Ended on a Um Well, Sean didn't really like that episode I hate that episode, (laughs) it was a dour episode (laughs) But now we're here, Bart the General. Bart the General. Yes, this is a uh, a a really great episode. There's a lot to talk about uh, here today, Uh, Sean. What was the original air date on this episode?
1: February fourth, nineteen ninety. February fourth, nineteen ninety. Now, at this time,
0: you know, just because we like to to you know put put it uh, uh, out there, you know what was going on in the world. the, the news at that time uh, was that Gorbachev was seeking to end the monopoly uh, of power that the communists had in the USSR, and I argue that this was probably a turning point, a, sort of a signaling point, if you will, that the USSR was going to collapse.
1: Huh. I guess that could be kind of interesting that the USSR was finally going to collapse and not be under its horrible rule.
0: Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing: the the USSR was, I, uh, I, uh, uh, I mean, they they of course held communism. They they didn't allow for anything else. Gorbachev was pushing that it shouldn't be a forced thing. It should be something that's sort of like voted on or or you know, uh, talked about at least. And. Uh, and I feel like this was a turning point. I feel like this was one of those like times for that was showing that the USSR was crumbling.
1: Did they vote for wrestlers to wrestle bears, or was that just a decision that they made?
0: Oh, that's just a regular decision. Oh, okay. Uh, they, they, at that time, there weren't uh, laws enforcing it. I don't think. Okay. Uh, now, Sean, what did you uh, uh, find about what was going on in the world? What was going on with like the media in the world?
1: Craig, you ever wish we were Japanese? You ever think, what would my life be like if I was Japanese?
0: Um, I I don't know if I've ever thought that. I I thought maybe what it would be like to live in Japan. Not sure that I've ever actually stopped and thought, I want to be Japanese. Not that there's anything wrong with being Japanese.
1: Well, if we were growing up in Japan at the time, on February 7th, we would be watching the very last episode of the Saiyan Saga in Dragon Ball Z. Okay, maybe that would have been pretty great because uh, uh, that that was a that was solid. Dragon
0: Ball Z Saiyan Saga was ending.
1: It's weird to think that Dragon Ball Z parallels The Simpsons for the timeline it was running.
0: Wow, that is kind of weird to think about. I uh, I mean. Dragon Ball Z obvious, obviously started a little earlier, but not that much
1: earlier then. No, it it was maybe a couple months before the Simpsons it started. Wow.
0: Dragon Ball Z and the Simpsons were uh uh, uh across
1: the pond uh, brothers. No, I mean Dragon Ball was before that, but right, I thought right. it was really interesting that this episode was just airing. Interesting. Man, I uh, so
0: in this episode, Bart the general, I uh, we have uh uh Essentially, it's Bart gets bullied by uh, a kid on the playground. He he's unable to fight back, and so he starts taking lessons from his uh, family about how he can kind of like you know protect himself and how he can kind of like get retribution on this bully.
1: Who is that bully? Correct.
0: That bully is our good pal Nelson Muntz in his first appearance.
1: God Nelson Muntz is exactly the same then as he is now. He really
0: is. He he's maybe uh uh he's more of a physical threat in this episode and we'll kind of get into why he's not as much of a physical threat later on. Uh but uh yeah, he uh he's a jerk. And uh, his cronies, his uh, little uh, uh, buddies, are jerks as well. And uh, I'm
1: kind of sad they got rid of those two cronies.
0: Yeah, the the two flunkies of uh, uh, Nelson, uh, they show up as background characters from time to time in in uh, later seasons than this one, but uh, they don't really show up that often after the first few seasons.
1: They had such great voices. The hey, boss!
0: <laughs> yeah, they had really, really wonderfully cliche goon, like like little kid goon voices. I I did appreciate that. But uh, let's go ahead and delve into the episode. So, at the start of the episode, uh, Lisa's baking cupcakes for her teacher, Mrs. Hoover, or Miss Hoover, because she likes her so much.
1: And it's Miss Hoover's birthday.
0: Yes, Miss Hoover's birthday. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's funny because I. I, I Homer, uh, like when Bart like starts making fun of Lisa for being an apple polisher and like a, a, a bootlicker and stuff, Homer like makes mention like, no, 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 like don't, don't look downly upon this. It's, it's great because he like sits Bart on his lap for this lesson. And it's one of those lessons that like, it's not actually a lesson a kid would learn from their father. I don't think, but maybe they should
1: because Homer basically says, he's like, Hey, just gotta, sometimes, sometimes you gotta grease the wheels. What I think is really funny about this scene is Mm -hmm. not only does Homer tell Bartley's great life lessons of, hey, (laughs) kiss some butt from time to time, Uh but he disregards Lisa's intelligence she tells him no i get good grades because i study hard if i care and he's like sure lisa sure <laughs> he completely disregards any intelligence his daughter has
0: yeah and that's sort of a, an ongoing theme throughout the simpsons is that you're going to see homer completely <laughs> disregarding lisa and her level of intelligence and and even sometimes her like integrity and uh i I mean, every so often, Homer will admit to the fact that, you know, like, Lisa's brighter than he is. And normally, it's when he has a problem and wants to go to her for, you know, some kind of info. But, I, uh, So, the uh, the episode continues on, and Bart is, like, bad-mouthing Lisa. He just keeps berating her and stuff, and Lisa's like, well, you know, if you keep talking like that, you're never gonna get a cupcake. And Bart then... Uh, you know takes back his words he's like oh no you're not a bootlicker you're not like a, a toad or uh, an egg sucking little little, uh, little toad or whatever he calls her
1: Now you and your sister are about the same age did you ever have to kiss your sister's ass for anything like that?
0: Oh yeah sure absolutely there were plenty of times that like uh, uh like maybe she had something that I wanted uh, sometimes it was like you know like uh, I wanted the turn for the TV or maybe it was like she had an extra dessert or something and like I I thought I could weasel my way into getting it and so there were plenty of times that I was a miserable suck up to her. Homer's words are absolutely correct. Sometimes you got to grease the wheels.
1: Which is great advice for anyone out there looking for a job. Absolutely. So, uh,
0: you know, the uh, as uh, Lisa jumps up, uh, this is actually kind of uh, rotten. Uh, she jumps up. A cupcake falls out of her, like, you know, box that she has them in. And then she proceeds, like, when, like, she tells Bart to, like, you know, close your eyes and open your mouth. She crams the cupcake in his mouth that hit the ground.
1: Okay, okay. The line she says of close your eyes open your mouth and you'll get a big spri- that's that's an awkward sentence to hear and not pay attention to yeah i suppose that's
0: true it's a little weird
1: it's got some awkward connotations to it yeah
0: i suppose and i never
1: really thought of that as a kid but man as an adult i was like ooh weird yeah
0: yeah yeah a little weird a little uncomfortable but so bart gets his cupcake which i want our listeners to note that bart gets this cupcake Let's move on for now.
1: Okay. Something to think about, though. Also, listeners, if you want to bake me and Craig cupcakes, we are not opposed to free cupcakes.
0: Uh, I'm not opposed. You can always grease the wheels.
1: I would (laughs) gladly take a free cupcake from you, and you'd be my favorite listener.
0: So, so they get to the uh uh the school and uh oh and uh also uh I thought it was funny that uh, uh Lisa specifically baked an extra cupcake for Otto, and she had actually stolen the cupcake that Homer was about to
1: eat, so she wouldn't bake an extra one for her own father, but she will bake one for the bus driver. We well, gotta pre- grease the wheels of the bus driver because they go round and round. I hate you, Todd. <laughs> I hate you, Todd. You set me up for that. <laughs> hate you, Tods. So I, uh, so they get to the school. And
0: there's a the next few scenes are are awesome. So uh, Lisa uh, uh, walks up to one of her friends, and I think that she calls the friend Janie, but it's not Janie, if I'm not mistaken. I could be I, I didn't double check this, so I, I could be wrong. But I think she refers to her as Janie when Janie is uh, uh didn't look like that character, if I'm not mistaken. So. She gets uh, opens up the thing you know, with the cupcakes, and this little brat, this little toady kid around Bart's age, grabs the box, says something around the lines of like, what do we have here? And he is the biggest piece of garbage ever. So, so he doesn't just steal a cupcake. He doesn't, like, you know, he, he doesn't, like, try to take the cupcakes for himself. He grabs one at a time, takes a bite, throws it behind him.
1: He was just cupcake tossing.
0: What a piece of shit. <laughs> he
1: he, he had you know, he's a. He's a- those-
0: big old dick. He hucks those cupcakes behind him with every bite. He ruins so many cupcakes and doesn't even really enjoy them himself. He's only subsisting upon the ruination of these cupcakes and the misery he's inflicting on this little girl.
1: Spoiler for all our listeners, if you really want to upset Craig, ruin desserts.
0: I'm not a fan of ruining desserts. I I am a, a firm proponent that desserts need to be taken seriously and they need to be very well kept. Not a fan of ruined desserts. So, here is one of the the crowning jewels of Bart being a good brother. It it doesn't happen very often in the Simpsons, but and this always has reminded me of my childhood with my sister because it was always un, I was always under the impression that I can mess with my sister as much as I want, but nobody else messes with my sister,
1: which is a good impression to have. I I think so.
0: So, I uh, Bart sees what's happening and demands that he better, like, you know, give the cupcakes back. And the kid isn't going to do it. Kid, like, blows him off. Bart jumps him, knocks him to the ground. Oh, no, that's what it is. The kid drops him to the ground and steps on him. How rotten is this miserable piece of garbage, this brat? He, like, after he ruins a bunch of the cupcakes, when Bart's like, hey, you better give those back, drops him on the ground, steps on him.
1: Also, Skinner walks up after this whole thing goes down. And doesn't notice the ruined cupcakes at all.
0: Doesn't notice a damn thing. Skinner in early episodes is not that great of a principal. Later on, we see him actually try and be a decent principal, even if he makes mistakes every now and again. Maybe he should know
1: what Yom Kippur is. Maybe kids shouldn't ruin cupcakes. Yeah, and maybe kids shouldn't ruin cupcakes. God, I should have baked cupcakes before this episode. I really want one now. (laughs) Man, I'm going to have to swing by a bakery on the way
0: home. Anyway, so... He, he ruins the cupcakes, this miserable brat. Bart jumps him. They start to fight, and then he arrives. Nelson, Nelson Muntz. Nelson Muntz grabs Bart off the his, his little, like, toadie, and as he's just lifting him up by the back of his shirt, Bart swings a bunch, and then he tosses Bart aside.
1: This might be my favorite scene in the entire episode one of the
0: flunkies is is so caught off guard he's like nelson you're bleeding
1: and nelson utters an amazing line he says nah it's just somebody else's blood sometimes it splatters on me happens all the time
0: and then he runs his hand across his nose and he realizes it's his and then he says hey you made me bleed my own blood
1: Nelson is awesome. Okay, that is an action movie line right there.
0: You made me bleed my own blood.
1: That's like Jesse the Body Ventura in Predator <laughs> saying, "I ain't got time to bleed." That's awesome. So I, uh, I, I feel like there is a a, a sort
0: of a, a I wouldn't say a wasted joke, but I feel like there was uh uh, uh some potential that that was sort of uh, squandered a bit. So. Bart makes the excuse. He's like, "Oh, you know, it, you know, it, it was an accident, like ask anybody." The view pans out and it's hilarious because it's just like this
1: just like this wind blow and all the kids are staring. Totally silent. And which if you are dealing with bullies out there, kids feel free to speak up. You should. Yeah, bullies are jerks. This won't be as
0: heavy as some of our other episodes, but <laughs> no. yeah, you know, we, we, you don't want to deal with bullies, you know, make, make sure to tell an adult, make sure to... Are kids listening to this? I hope they're not, honestly. They probably shouldn't be listening to us. I don't know. Maybe... We're like two of the more sociopathic people out
1: there. I feel like maybe maybe they shouldn't be... Anyway, so... I, maybe it's like parenting, and they plop their kids in front of the podcast. <laughs> Is that how it works? So, I, uh,
0: So they, uh... I, the, the kids... I don't say a word. And it's it's a hilarious moment. But when it comes back to Bart, he says, Oh no, a cold wind. And I feel like the acknowledgement of what just happened sort of detracts a bit from the joke.
1: I would agree with that. I,
0: I just like, I, 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 after I, I saw that line or, or heard that line while I was watching this episode, I just thought, Ah. Did we need the acknowledgement of what just happened? I feel like like coming back and even Bart just saying like "uh oh" is more than enough instead of "oh, a cold wind." It's like yeah, okay, we got it. You know, we we noticed the wind. It's it was you know it was in our faces. They could have got the same joke by
1: having Bart say "eep." <laughs> Absolutely,
0: I if that would have probably been a lot better. So so Nelson is is about to just destroy Bart, and Skinner walks up. The bell rings and he sends everyone back to class and and you know nelson's like i'll get you later and uh when bart's like but 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 he's like no no he'll get you later son now get to class and it's like that's kind of funny but also sort of depressing that it's just like bullying is just sort of swept under the rug so much
1: yeah skinner's not a good principal early on
0: no i mean not that he's ever a perfect principal by any stretch of the imagination he's a lot better uh, you know than, than this episode in the early episodes I should say so I uh, this is a, a moment where where there's a sort of Bart has his overactive imagination which appears more often in the early seasons I uh, Basically, he he has this horrifying uh, uh, like mental imagining or, or dream, if you will, of Nelson like like marching through school doors, and Bart's like shooting him with like a like a machine like a Tommy gun, I think.
1: It's a Tommy gun. He throws a bunch of knives at Nelson they all stick in Nelson and Nelson laughs at it and then he pulls out a Tommy gun and starts shooting Nelson it
0: bounces off he when Bart goes to throw the Tommy gun at him or whatever he like catches it and eats it and like spits it out or something and uh he he honestly like you never hear the the classic ha ha from Nelson in this episode but he does specifically say ha ha but it's like it's like slowed down so it's like ha ha you know it's like this horrifying like visage of a nightmare in the for- like like shaped like Nelson hunting Bart down.
1: Also, if I had nightmares about shooting kids in my school or throwing knives at them, mm-hmm. uh, somebody would probably alert somebody if I told them about this. So, uh... Probably. Kind of a good thing Bart never tells Milhouse about this. Yeah, probably. Yeah,
0: Milhouse is totally, totally gonna squeal on Bart. No way he won't. So, I... I... the In, in, a, in another uh, daydream though, I because he has, ends up having two daydreams in this episode. There's that one, and then he imagines the funeral, because uh, I I think it's like he, uh, what is it, he he gets told that he has to show up at like 3.15 at the flagpole or whatever, and then he ends up having another daydream.
1: And he has a daydream where he's dead, and he's at his own funeral.
0: Yes, and then, uh, I, you know, there, there's some gags made, but there's one thing in particular that I think is really weird, and I don't know if it's the, like, they just didn't catch it in the writing, or like what, but Lisa implies, you know, in this daydream when she walks up to Bart, that uh, if she had only given him the cupcake, none of this would have ever happened. But but she Sheridan did gave him a cupcake. She, yeah, she gave him a cupcake. And the thing is, is Bart himself is the one who stuck his nose into what was going on. Don't me wrong; he should have. That was a good brotherly move to try to stop someone from picking on your younger sister. But at the same time, I thought that was really weird. Lisa says, you know, like, oh, if only I'd given that cupcake. But Bart got a cupcake. Yeah. It was a floor
1: cupcake, but it was a cupcake nonetheless. Still a delicious floor cupcake. (laughs) Totally delicious floor cupcake. Also, the people who go to Bart's funeral in his dream Mm -hmm. are Skinner. Uh huh. And Otto. And Otto and his family and Nelson
0: yeah uh and only his direct family not even like out like I, I feel like maybe you know I don't know uh uh his uh grandma and his mom's side should have shown Grandpa Simpson should have shown but he's introduced later in this episode oh yeah he is later in this episode uh and uh yeah I, I also it thought it was kind of funny that like you know uh I think it's like Otto is like Oh like You know Look at him Like he looks so peaceful Or something And Skinner says like Yeah the lunch lady Did such a good job Like you know Like reconstructing it's, it's his face It's the
1: school nurse she, He says the school nurse
0: School okay. nurse oh, Okay. okay I mean it's also The school lunch lady
1: Eventually In the early seasons <laughs> It was a different woman Oh it probably was Wasn't it Yeah
0: Yeah we'll have to We'll get to that In a few uh, Probably in a few episodes here uh,
1: But but my favorite part Of this scene mm-hmm. Is when he imagines Nelson is at his funeral Nelson says hey one for the road And he starts beating up Bart's corpse He's at the funeral Beating up the corpse I want you to imagine you're at a funeral And someone starts beating the corpse In the casket That's dark
0: Yeah you know I I, I, I guess I never really stopped to think about How dark that is but uh,
1: Yeah you're right that's pretty messed up Yeah that's, that's a dark vision Bart has That's pretty messed up so I,
0: so uh I so, uh, uh, Bart, you know, uh, tries to escape uh, out of the school. He he wants to to make sure that the uh, uh, you know he he doesn't get caught by Nelson. And sure enough, he does. He turns, rounds a corner, and there's Nelson. And he and uh Nelson uh immediately says, "Put him up!" And Bart puts his hands up in the air as if he's surrendering.
1: And Nelson beats the hell out of him. Oh, heck yeah, he does. He punches him like six times in the face.
0: He (laughs) nails him. His face gets like rearranged as he's getting beat up. And then he gets lifted up, put into a trash can, and then they're like, uh, Nelson says he's going to see him tomorrow at the same time. And one of the flunkies is like, is 315 good for you? And Bart's like, well, actually, and he goes, too bad. And they knock the trash can over and roll the trash can down the hill where he'll eventually end up in front of his house.
1: Which, great timing on their part, to throw Bert exactly to his home. (laughs) I mean, you know, honestly,
0: he probably got home a lot fat. Oh, wait. No, because he would take the school bus normally.
1: Why didn't he just make a mad dash for the school bus? I think that's what he was trying to do when he was sneaking around.
0: Maybe. Maybe he was trying to get to the school bus to escape, and then they got him. Hmm.
1: But huh. Nelson beats the living hell out of him. He really does. He really it's kind of brutal to watch.
0: Honestly, it is. I uh, I didn't realize that you know like until I was rewatching the episode. I was like, man, Nelson's just going ham on Bart, just beating the hell out of him. Man, just just look at it. Just getting the hell beat right out of him. So oh, Bart makes it back home, greets his family. Marge knows something's wrong, sends Homer. Homer, you know, thinks it's, you know, like, oh, you know, hope you won the fight. You know, doesn't really pay it much mind. And, I. Uh you know Bart starts crying,
1: which is a really touching scene. I think it's one of the more touching scenes in the first season. I I, I kind of think so. Bart is
0: genuinely scared and frightened of of his bully. He's frustrated, and even if you know the pain subsides, the fact that he was sort of overpowered like that is incredibly sort of demeaning and uh uh, uh definitely uh you know hurt his feelings. You know, it's it's definitely rough. You know, I I've you know had honestly when i was younger i didn't deal with too many bullies myself i sometimes was the bully because i was a jerk uh normally that was in middle school and on though in elementary school i was a little bit more timid and so yeah i i can kind of see the i can kind of remember the uh the bullying you know and it's it is it's rough and uh,
1: i went to the most friendly elementary school you can possibly imagine so i didn't really have to deal with that really yeah we were the huggers what yeah, we weren't like cougars or falcons or something tough. We were the haze huggers. We were bears that would hug. You know, <laughs> it, it was a happy, friendly little elementary school. Are you serious? I'm, I'm dead. Serious. The huggers. We were the haze huggers. God, I would have beaten the hell out of so many of the kids in your school. I would. It would have been a bully's paradise. <laughs> we were all friendly and happy and got along. It was the promised land for bullies. <laughs> <laughs> it was. There were nerds like me running around pretending they were Mega Man. Pew pew pew! Hanging out with girls who were pretending they were samus. It was the p- dream time. That's actually a true story from my childhood. <laughs> Me and this girl Jessie, I think her name was. were running around going pew pew pew.
0: That is hilariously adorable, and um, I, you would have been ripped alive in my school. <laughs> Man, they were not very, not nearly as nice as that. So, uh, so one of the things that I really appreciate in this scene, though. So, uh, like Homer, Homer makes some remark, which is kind of another almost sort of dated thing where he's like, well, don't let your mother see you cry. And he like tries to dry his tears with the hairdryer because, you know, it's funnier that way. But like, I don't know. I feel like the, there is a. There's always that stigma of, like, men shouldn't cry. And so I think that this is sort of, like, one of those, like, moments for this era where it's just so ingrained that at the time, nobody watching this episode probably was like, oh, man, that's really crummy parroting by Homer. It's just, oh, yeah, 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 boy boy shouldn't cry, you know. So that's kind of a weird moment. But uh, when Marge comes in and she calls, you know, Homer out and she's like, well, I think you should just tell the principal about this. Homer lets Marge know that he'd rather his son die because he needs to uphold the uh, the uh, rules of the schoolyard, and uh, Sean, I'm going to ask you a, uh, a, a you know trivia question here. What do you think is the code of the schoolyard that Homer lists? What are all of the things that he lists off?
1: Oh god, um, do not tattle.
0: Okay, there's don't tattle. You went to the hugging school, so I don't know if you'll get the rest of these.
1: Yeah, I, w- I was in a happy school, we were, everybody was friends.
0: Oh, I absolutely upheld the sc- the code of the schoolyard. Oh, uh, what were the other ones? Always make fun of those different than you, and never say anything else unless you're sure everyone feels the same way you do. <laughs> what a horrible lesson for kids. God. It is, but you know what? Honestly, it's, it's sort of a really kind of, it's messed up. But it's sort of true. Kids make fun of people that are different, and all, almost all kids out there, unless they're crying out for attention, are much more likely to want to go along with the flow of things instead of being like, oh yeah, I'm really into this, and
1: have everyone else hate it. God, this is why kid nerds got beat up back in the day. Well, that's why
0: kids get beat up in the
1: today. Nerds rule the world now. My bully army
0: will rise up, Sean, and strike
1: down your nerdy paradise. Listen, when the highest grossing movies are all nerdy movies, nerds rule the world.
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe rule the world. We won. The MCU has proven that nerds have won the battle.
0: (laughs) Nerds have won the wars against the jocks and the bullies.
1: (laughs) Revenge of the Nerds was just the prequel to what really happened. And this episode of Bart the General is the same setup. (laughs) Revenge of the Nerds. (laughs) <laughs>
0: this bra bomb better work, nerdlinger Okay, so So I appreciate the fact that Homer I appreciate in sort of an ironic sense Because you're right, it is a pretty horrible lesson That Homer is really upholds the code of the schoolyard That's real, really a big deal to Homer We also see in this episode that Homer uh, uh, This is the first time, and we'll see it again later Homer fights dirty Oh yeah, he does His lesson to Bart is to uh, throw mud in his eye, jump on him, and bite out his throat. And don't be afraid to kick him in the family jewels. Indeed, specifically the family jewels.
1: Which the censors were not happy with that line.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Which we'll get to that in a few moments. So I, uh, so I, uh, I, uh, Bart goes to confront Nelson after school the next day. He, he takes Homer's life lesson. He he scoops up some mud, throws it in Nelson's eyes, blinds him, jumps up, hits him a few times. Oh, Bart's not strong enough. He can't do the damage. He then, and I mean, honestly, he probably should have struck for the family jewels right in that moment when he was, you know, uh, disoriented, but Bart then jumps at him again. And in, in the uh, in the background, uh, you see an image of Homer, which is really a funny moment because, you know, uh, uh, as, you know, I... Uh, Uh, As Bart goes to kick him in the groin, hit him in the family jewels, Nelson catches him by the head and doesn't let him get close.
1: Okay, so when you play old RPGs back in the day, Uh you could wander off into areas you shouldn't be (laughs) and fight monsters that would kick the living crap out of you. Oh, yeah. And I feel like this is kind of like that. It's like you get that preemptive attack and you're like, oh, I can do this. I can fight them and they waste your party you wipe that's what happens to bart in this moment TPK, total party kill
0: annihilates them so it you know just utterly you know well actually the the the, the funniest moment to me is when i uh, uh, bart like you know like goes to hit him it doesn't work and then the image of homer appears behind him and he's like uh, uh he's like remember the family jewels bart goes to you know jump in there can't do it He gets knocked aside And when he gets pushed back He looks to the image of Homer And Homer goes Oh, oh. <laughs> He just shrugs Makes a confused noise And then Bart gets the hell beat out of him And the image of Homer is all Like you know Like uh, uh, You know Freaking horrified out you know, as Horrified he has to watch. And then he gets And then like Honestly it's kind of a, a Sort of a dark moment Because he Bart begs them Not the trash can He says not the trash can Please Anything but And then gets thrown in And knocked down And you know Rolls back home and there you see Lisa, who's eating an ice cream, who earlier in the episode has had bragged that uh, her brother was Bart the bully killer, who's now totally blissfully unaware that her brother's just getting his teeth knocked in.
1: Ah, oh, poor sweet innocent Lisa.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, I, so I. Uh, in this moment, there's a, another great joke because uh, when Bart's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I can't keep like keep, can't keep this up." Lisa's like, "Well, why don't you go talk to Grandpa?" And Bart's like, "Well, why Grandpa?" And Lisa says, "Don't you remember the fight he put up when we put him in the home?" What an amazing
1: line. I love it so much. Don't you remember the fight he put up when we put him in a home? Which is a great introduction to Grandpa, because we know he's going to be ornery when we meet him. Yes, and in ornery he is. Uh,
0: uh, an early gag uh, immediately appears in this episode. And while it's not Grandpa's first appearance, he was in the Christmas special, I uh, Grandpa's typing in a typewriter Which is super dated That's not a thing We don't have those anymore We didn't really even have them in the early 90s I have a typewriter
1: I actually have a couple I collect typewriters Shut up, Sean
0: You you know what? I'm not surprised your nerdy has collected typewriters Why don't you go on a playground And
1: pretend you're Mega Man with little girls And get the police called on you so, listen, it's the Resident Evil thing. i got to have a typewriter in my house. It, it gives me a place to save.
0: You know, speaking of old video games, I feel like our listeners should be listening to uh, Legend of Retro. Probably. I could I plug another show, but I'm on that one, so I want to talk about that one more. Legend of Retro is a show where we talk about old video games. It releases every Thursday. Uh, I, I would strongly advise you give it a listen. It includes me and then our buddies, uh, Xander, who Sean's also has known for a million years, and our buddy, Chops. You should uh, give it a listen.
1: I actually met Xander through bullying him. <laughs> <laughs> him and I were bullying each other by flipping each other off on the bus, and we became friends. Oh yeah! So good context to this episode. It is indeed. I'm glad I brought this one up then. I <laughs> uh, so I uh,
0: uh, Grandpa uh, is typing at the typewriter, and uh, he uh, he complains that uh, uh, he doesn't want to hear these these following words on television anymore, and like one of them is the word bra. I think there's, a, there's another one or two. And then he immediately says, which is a great meta joke, family jewels just as Bart opens the door. Now, uh, after he appears, though, uh, you
1: find out that Grandpa's ma- ornery, but maybe not as tough as he thinks he is. Because Jasper shows up, which Jasper might be my favorite member of the Springfield Retirement Home. I also like
0: the uh, the zany old man who's also kind of a jerk to Grandpa.
1: Yeah, both of them are good, but yeah. Jasper is by far my favorite. So Jasper steals... Uh, what is it? The crossword puzzle. He steals the newspaper because he wants to do the crossword puzzle.
0: That's right. And Grandpa wanted to do it, Grandpa Simpson. And uh, you know, Jasper ain't having that. Steals the the paper, and Grandpa admits he's like, well, maybe I'm not the you know the right person to talk to, but he knows
1: someone who is. And we get introduced to one of the weirder characters of The Simpsons.
0: Yeah, it, I feel like he. Herman is a weird character. Herman appears uh uh only in a few episodes. He he's not as prominent as uh, a lot of the other characters.
1: For good reason. Uh, Herman's a weirdo. Herman is insane.
0: He, he I mean, you would think he's like sort of like a war vet and that's why he's a little like maybe a little off, like he's seen he's seen some shit. But uh you find out that uh he um Put his arm out the window, and that's how he lost his arm. Or put his arm out the school bus window when he was a kid and lost his arm, and that's how he he, he was uh, lost his
1: uh, what is it? His right arm, left arm? I believe his left arm. Left arm. And which Kerbopal referenced earlier in the series.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. She uh, uh, mentioned to keep your arms inside the bus, and uh, here we are a few episodes later, and Herman appears. Herman is a madman. I love that he refers to Elm Street as being known by the Greeks and the Carthaginians. And it's just, I like, because when I was a kid, I'm sure it it was just one ear and out the other. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, ancient empires, okay, sure. You know, I I don't know why it's this street, but okay, whatever. But he refers to the Greeks and Carthaginians as using Elm Street on Springfield as the place where it was, like, the the primary, like, spot to strike, launch an offensive.
1: Herman is... How do I say this politely? Mm-hmm. He's every stereotype you could possibly put into a character like him. He's crazy. Uh-huh. He loves his war and his guns. That's true. And uh, he he later in this
0: episode wields a, uh, a firearm, though though doesn't shoot it.
1: Which we'll get to that scene uh-huh. when it shows up because that's <laughs> oh dude I want to talk.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, uh Herman I. Uh, uh, as soon as uh, uh, Grandpa Simpson uh, arrives with Bart, you know, Herman's like, Oh, are you here for the large print Soldier of Fortune? Which I love because back then, Soldier of Fortune magazine, I mean, it wasn't a big deal or anything, but like it was a thing. There was a, a magazine that was like, had like stuff for people who were wannabe soldiers.
1: Yeah. I remember there was a kid in my school who used to read it all the time and, like, he would always have issues and be like, oh, check out this new tank. Like, we got this new tank for the Desert Storm. It's so cool. It's like, oh, that's neat. I You want to play Castlevania? We got new whips. <laughs> honestly, I was... I wouldn't say I was, like, a
0: warmonger, but I was always interested in stuff like, you know, tanks and and jets and stuff like that when I was younger. So, like, I, I, I kind of get it. I never went to school with a soldier of Fortune magazine, though there were a few in my uh, home. I... The older, older episode or episodes, older issues, of course. But uh, uh, it was always weird because you'd like look through them and it felt like like I shouldn't be looking at it because it was it was like guns that you could buy and like you know like new models of ammunition and stuff. And nowadays, I'm I'm not a gun person. I'm I'm you know very very anti you know, you know guns. I I myself don't ever want one. But at the same time, I mean, it's just, like, me as a kid, like, looking in this magazine at, like, oh, like, cyanide-tipped bullets. Neat, you know? (laughs) So, I don't know. Kind of weird. But I... It's in the Constitution. (laughs) It is in the Constitution. I... So, I... I... When when Herman starts going off on the de- like going off on this like tirade though about like you know what Bart can do to like uh, get back at Nelson, he's like, oh, you're gonna need men, you're gonna need ammunition and all this stuff, and he re- he he decides to grab the Declaration of War and cross out Otto von Bismarck and put in Bart's name, and it's the Declaration of War from the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Franco-Prussian War, and this is a war that. Uh, uh, Prussia slash Germany, essentially, uh, won. And it's interesting because uh, uh, I, I feel like uh, Herman, even though he's nuts, knows what he's talking about to some degree because he crosses out Bart's name and puts in Otto, or crosses out Otto von Bismarck's name, puts in Bart's name, and that is the side that would win that
1: war. God, Herman's a weird character. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think. Jeez. Oh, man. Also, it's funny. Anytime I hear Franco my mind immediately goes to Franco-Belgian comics and I'm like, oh man, I love the Smurfs. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm French, okay?
0: Oh, that's great. I, I am glad you think whenever you hear the word Franco, you immediately are like, wow, the Smurfs. The Smurfs, Smurfs are great.
1: great. Letunic blue.
0: <laughs> so I I also appreciate that uh, I uh, when even Bart is like, Grampy, he's like, I think this guy's a little nuts. Grandpa's, like, General George's Patton was a little nuts. And this guy's off his rocker. We can't lose. He equates insanity to the fact that, like, you know, it's like like war supremacy, which, honestly, is maybe not entirely off base.
1: Yeah, I feel like you need a little more sanity to strategize, but...
0: Herman won, Herman advised Bart and they win this war. So I I say that Herman is right, insanity wins in the end.
1: What do I know about
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as I as I as the episode progresses though, we see that uh, Bart starts preparing the kids. He gets beat up again, he goes into the treehouse, he he sends a note around like, "Hey, if you hate Nelson to join me."
1: And when he goes in the treehouse, he's been beat up and he coughs up his hat. And Nelson made him eat his hat.
0: And that happened earlier in the episode, too. Bart barfs out his hat, essentially. Nelson's a monster. That's harsh. Nelson needs to be taken down. Bart is right.
1: And Bart says to the kids, you know, he can't promise them good times, and he can't promise them victory. And then the kids get up and leave and then Bart promises them both because that's the only way to keep them. Yep.
0: So, uh as I uh, uh, as he starts training the other kids, they're going to they're going to essentially like go to war against Nelson. So he gets all these kids together and they start training and going through these like, you know, these like, you know, tr- crash courses and and training walls they have to climb up, which is like the jungle gym and stuff. It's it's this like training montage. And I uh, There's a part where there's this kid who's like real real like nervous He's like kind of like got a tear in his eyes And Bart's like what's the matter soldier And the kid's like it's my nerves sir He's like the barking of the dog Because Bart keeps making him run past this fence with a dog that barks And Bart's like oh I can't have any cowards in my unit And slaps him in the face
1: Which Mm -hmm. is an actual reference to George S. Patton That's two in this episode What do you mean though? Because he actually was had to make a public apology for slapping a soldier in the infirmary and dealing with PTSD. So General George S. Patton was
0: a strategic mastermind. He, he was uh, he was a pretty great general in uh, World War II. But clearly he wasn't that great of a guy if he's willing to berate and
1: slap a guy with PTSD. Man, that's heavy. Yeah, that's a little harsh. And Grandpa lays into Bart at this moment. He does. I
0: really like Grandpa's speech. He says that uh, uh, y- there's tons of things you can do to a soldier. He says you can throw them out of a plane, you can march them off a cliff, you can send them off to guy die on gu- some godforsaken rock. But for some reason, he can't slap them, which is kind of a funny thing because like it- it's sort of like the 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 sort of like you know, uh, complaint that you know like. Uh, people have when they say like well, you know, if you can go into the military and you can go off and die for your country, why can't you legally like buy a buy a beer like why can't you buy a yeah, you know, drink? And like you know, when you look at it that way it is it's like, well, okay, yeah, maybe that's you know, a little weird that you can be 18 and get sent off to, to to war and I feel like it's sort of that same it's almost like a, a a defensive patent, which is sort of weird to think about it that way, but like you know grandpa says like you can do all these terrible things to them, but you can't hit them
1: kind of a weird thing to think about yeah i would say so i uh, also i ha- hate to say this because i don't want to encourage underage drinking mm-hmm. but if you are in the military and you're listening to us and you're underage your military id they'll they'll give you beer at the bar they they always do <laughs> i saw that so many times growing up and having friends who were in the military they'd be like yeah i go to the bar all the time no one questions it. it's a military id hmm interesting
0: now, uh, not that we, you know, condone underage drinking, but, you yeah, know, I mean, if you're fighting and dying for our country, you know, I mean, do whichever you want. I ain't going to stop you. What do I look like, the uh, beer police? Uh, no, you don't. No, I certainly do you not. You
1: stopped me when I was watching the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: I... Uh, during the training montage, though, which we brought up a little bit earlier, uh, Bart starts calling out names of kids to, like, attack the
1: sandbag, uh, you know, to train them. And then he calls out for Herman. And Herman is a maniac in this scene. So it's a sandbag that the kids are all beating with, like, fly swatters and toilet bowl cleaners. Mm-hmm. And Herman starts screaming and runs at it with a bayonet. Oh, with a bayonet (laughs) and he stabs the sandbag and starts screaming at it just (laughs) Ah, he's like screaming his
0: head off and stabbing it Bart's just sitting back not knowing what to do there's a reason why Herman was left to be strategic command in the treehouse because he would have
1: murdered Nelson (laughs) he would have killed Nelson he would have stabbed him to death with a bayonet I'm starting to wonder if Herman might have something wrong with him
0: You think? Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe, You think? So another scene when they're going through this montage that I thought was Uh weird, and it's a humorous scene, but I feel it's kind of awkward. Mm -hmm. They're jumping across a rock to get across a pond. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And all these kids are jumping across, and then the rock gets up, and it's a kid wearing a helmet. And it's a little black kid that Bart forced into the water to be their rock. Yeah, and I, I don't think they took those connotations into it when they made this scene. But yeah, it's a, it's it a, stands out. It, it's it's
0: when you look at it through like the the uh, like the eyes of somebody who's young and watching this episode, I feel like it's just like, oh, it's funny because it's a visual gag. It's it was supposed to be a rock, but it's like some kid with a helmet and he was underwater. But like, yeah, did Bart force him to do that? Like, what the what the hell?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's awkward. I don't know what was going on with that scene. I, it's kind of a weird one. So, the training montage ends,
0: and, and Bart is, is, you know, they're, they're, oh, Bart and the other kids are as ready as they'll ever be, and so uh, there's a, uh, a nice little nod to... To our show... The first dot of it in the entire series. Yeah! Uh, Recon has informed uh, uh, Bart and Grandpa and Herman, and Lisa's also in the treehouse. You can see
1: her uh, head. For some reason she's there. She Uh, doesn't participate uh, in this attack.
0: Nah, she really doesn't. Uh, But she's there. I mean, you know, she's she's sort of the brains of the family. Maybe that's why. And so uh, one of the kids, though, says that uh, uh, they've just been alerted that uh, Nelson has left the Elm Street
1: Arcade. Which turns out to be the Noiseland Arcade.
0: There is only one arcade in Springfield, and that is the Noiseland Arcade. Our episode, uh, episode, our series series namesake. And, uh, so, the, uh... Bart uh, informs uh, Herman that uh, uh, you know, after shaking kids down for quarters at the arcade, they go to the Quickie Mart and get some squishies, and you know, that's that's like where they are. And then uh, Herman uh, lets out another great line. He says that he'll like they they you know describe the strategy of how they're gonna like you know like essentially like trap uh, Nelson. And Herman says a cl- a classic pincer move. It can't fail against the ten year old. <laughs> Which is great because Herman knows that they're totally going against children, and there's not a chance that the child's going to know how to deal with a pincer move. Herman is a madman. <laughs> Herman is amazing. He is such a ridiculous character, and honestly, he he sort of like has this weird... <sighs> How do I put it? Like he, he almost like has like there's parts of Herman that remind me of some of my family members. Maybe not necessarily one like particular family member, but little bits and pieces of like Uncle Billy, little bits and pieces of other family. And
1: so I, when was the last time you saw those family members? Years ago. Oh, okay. Just making sure there was a reason for that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Well, here's here's yeah
1: you know. <clears throat> uh, but anyway uh, uh so like there's uh, I really
0: like Herman in the this season later Herman turns into kind of more of like a, a maniacal madman in later seasons he's more of like a criminal
1: yeah but we'll get into that later yeah that's
0: that's yeah that story for another time so they uh at this point they they uh track Nelson down and they open up battle with him which is essentially throwing water balloons that Herman wanted to say death from above. they say happy birthday
1: which you like to point out little animation quirks yeah the kids meet up with Nelson on the street uh huh Nelson and his cronies are carrying squishies drinking because they just left yeah Bart arms his army they all pop out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and Nelson and the goons squishies are gone oh yeah you're right they vanish they just disappear also, uh, you find
0: out that Nelson is a jerk even to his uh, uh, little uh, uh, goons because, like, one is like, I, you know, I got strawberry. The other is like, I got blue. And Nelson's like, you're going to be, like, eating everything through a straw for the rest of your life if you don't shut up.
1: Nelson's awesome. I <laughs> Nelson's love Nelson. a lobster. He's a jerk.
0: Nelson is such a jerk. So, Nelson. Uh, and his goons get trapped by Bart and his army. Bart confronts him, and he's like, hey, you better give up. Nelson's like, you and what army? Wah what The army appears, and they throw water balloons.
1: And there's a lot of kids. I mean, it's <laughs> a bunch. There's like hundreds of kids that show up for this.
0: Nobody likes Nelson. Except for you, Sean.
1: Horror Nelson. That's probably why he's a bully. Because no <laughs> one likes him. You know, honestly, maybe Marge was right
0: the whole time. Maybe at the beginning of the or uh, earlier in the episode, I should say when uh, she's like, hey, you know, maybe you should talk things out with Nelson. Maybe he's just misunderstood. Maybe he just wants a friend. Maybe that was true. But then again, it's hard to make friends when you're too busy beating them up to be their friend. But... They, they trap Nelson They nail him with water balloons The, uh, the, other, the two uh, little flunkies Are like oh no we're innocent We were just like forced to do his bidding And they, they, everybody gangs up on Nelson And he gets
1: captured There's a great scene where Homer comes out To see what all the ruckus is <laughs> yep. And Herman and Grandpa Are up in the treehouse which, for some reason, is now in the front yard of The Simpsons. I don't know why. Uh, the, the yard sort of uh,
0: transmutates depending <laughs> on the needs of the uh, animators, I suppose.
1: But, well, the, uh, Matt Grading refers to it as rubber band reality. Because <laughs> it always snaps back to where it should be. But you can stretch it. And well. they start bombarding Homer. And Herman and Grandpa are laughing. Like the true madmen, both of them are.
0: I love that Homer is like, "Hey, you, the kid with gray hair."
1: <laughs> so he doesn't even recognize his own dad. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, that's Homer for you. So, uh, so they they capture Nelson. They 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 tie him up and. Uh, uh, Bart's like, oh, you know, you, you. I'm sure you learned your lesson. And Nelson's like, the moment you let go of me, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> and Bart's like, well, I'm just never going to let you go. That are, you know, are, am I? And Nelson's like, you're going to have to at some point. You will die. You will die by my hands. And, you know, some other threatening things. And uh, so Bart's a little nervous. And Herman... Saves the day Herman the madman (laughs) Madman Herman Saves the day Because he's going to uh, He has a treaty uh, That he's going to Force Nelson to sign Now the treaty declares That Nelson can never Raise his fists in anger Uh, He recognizes Bart's right to exist He has no official power But remains a figurehead Of menace in the neighborhood And there are a few other points That they don't go in In the episode Because it's just sort of Glossed over Because they start at like Point four When they list them off But here's the thing. Is there another time throughout the series that Nelson really, really like just wails on another kid? I can think of one other moment. But honestly, aside from that one other moment, I cannot think of another time when Nelson really beats the hell out of someone.
1: He tries to beat Martin when they're in Shelbyville. Uh huh. But Martin's skipping around too much.
0: Uh huh. But even then, he he doesn't like. It's not necessarily malicious. It's sort of just like a, he swats at him and stuff. It's it's not very malicious there. But there is one moment that I can think of, and that's when uh, uh, Millhouse wants to find out if Nelson is has a crush on <laughs> oh. uh, Lisa. And it's like, you know, uh, like, uh, I don't remember what the note says. It's something like, uh, like, uh, guess who likes you? Guess Lippen who likes you? Says. Yes. And when Nelson turns around, he sees Milhouse like staring at him and which
1: is a very homophobic. Oh, it's a super homophobic joke. It, and it's super late in the series. It's like the final season, right? Yeah. It's it's like season eight, the final season. Yeah. Like the final season.
0: And uh, uh, Nelson beats the hell out of uh, Milhouse. So he breaks the treaty then. But there's not another time I can think of that he legitimately uses like actual physical like damage like he doesn't doesn't actually hurt anyone he doesn't actually cause damage it's only the threat of violence
1: we'll have to keep a counter for that to see what's going on
0: we will because i i'm very curious to know if if nelson stuck by his word and like like legitimately went with the treaty because he does remain a figurehead of menace there's no two ways about that but uh and he also seems to acknowledge bart's right to live he doesn't like try to kill him he doesn't, like, you know, he, he makes fun of Bart from time to time, but he doesn't necessarily, like, you know, like, do horrible things to him.
1: Also, in the final season, I can think of a scene where they beat up Bart. Nelson and the bullies all beat up Bart when he's got the belt that he got.
0: Oh, yeah, the, the uh, you're right. There is the, the belt move. So there are a few times he breaks the treaty.
1: But usually towards the end of the series.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, w- when the writers have completely forgotten about these, uh, this treaty. I uh, So, I... Uh, The end of the episode is that Nelson agrees to sign the treaty, they untie him, they have cupcakes, and that's the finale. Everything's happy, everybody's Uh good. Yep. Now, Sean, what would you say is sort of the lasting impact of this episode?
1: The lasting impact of this episode is the very last line Bart delivers. And that there are no winners in wars, there are no good wars. Except three examples do you know those three examples? I think
0: I do. Star Wars, the Revolutionary War, and World War II? Correct.
1: Which is also kind of a dated moment when you think about it, because he refers to it as the Star Wars trilogy. Oh. And I don't think I've heard that saying since 98, before The Phantom Menace came out.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's been because a bit. it's
1: always the original trilogy nowadays. Yeah
0: crazy uh now here's something else that's weird this is about the only moment in the simpsons where they break the fourth wall so blatantly bart at the end of the episode is in a library and discusses how there are no good wars and how the war was gla- like like uh, uh uh you know very glamorously painted in this episode
1: yeah i don't think they break the fourth wall like that ever it's also weird because it's well, i guess um 22 short films about springfield frank runs up at the very end of the episode because he wants to show his thing off
0: oh that's true so there there's a at least another moment but not nearly as blatantly as this episode because it's it's a separate like like it's almost like it's in in its own pocket universe bart's in like a library talking about this stuff it's so weird to me it's kind of that very special episode kind of vibe to it maybe they should have been talking about how suicide isn't the answer a few episodes before maybe that's what they should have done this with not a, a war episode where kids go to battle against a bully because i don't think there were anybody maybe some overprotective parents who actually like sat down and were like
1: oh my god this, my kid's gonna be tainted by war because of this violence was a huge thing in the 90s remember parents were against power rangers
0: Wow yeah you know what that's True I there there were some Some sort of you know advocates That were or you know people uh, Advocacy kind of programs Like hey violence is really
1: bad keep It off the airwaves which we'll get Into when we get to some of the Halloween episodes of The Simpsons because they address Those
0: <laughs> yeah that's true And I guess the Halloween specials are they Do that too uh, where they're they, sort of
1: in their own Universe
0: that's true yeah they're they're kind Of non-canon if you will I uh, so Sean, I would actually put forth, and I think this is going to be a bold claim, but I want you to hear me out. My uh, push in this episode for the lasting impact of it, you know, the lasting impact of Bart the General, is that I think that this particular episode was the episode that spawned children to really get into The Simpsons.
1: I would agree with that.
0: I think it's an episode where kids would have watched it likely, you know, a, a lot of kids, you know, were into the Simpsons or at least started to get into the Simpsons probably around this time, and it's an episode devoted to kids, it's about kids. It's it's sort of like this glan like kind of glamorous sort of like, oh, this is how we rise up against the bully kind of thing, and it's sort of this very childish sort of episode. But there's still plenty of great jokes, and there's a lot of wonderful moments for the adults. Because, let's face it, not many kids knew who General George S. Patton was. Not many kids saw the slap scene and were like, oh, that's obviously a reference to the desert, uh, or uh, the... uh, uh, The
1: Patton, uh, the BGST.
0: I almost called him the Desert Fox, but he was going against the Desert Fox in World War II. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) I... My history slip up aside, I you know there. I feel like this episode was probably the episode where kids were like, "Oh, this is great."
1: I'll make the bold claim that this is the best episode of the first season.
0: You know what? I think this might be. I it's at the very least my favorite episode of the first season. As we go through the rest of them, we'll have to see if there's anything else that uh, uh, stands out. There's plenty of good jokes throughout some of the episodes. there's
1: one more episode this first season that I think might actually be your favorite, but we'll get to that.
0: Ooh, you know what? Uh, Now that you mention it, I think you might be right. We'll, uh,
1: oh yeah, that might
0: be it. That's also really good. Right at the end there. Oh yeah. (laughs) Anywho, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, wrap things up with that here uh, today, but... uh, Definitely want to uh, thank everyone for uh, listening. It definitely means a lot to uh, to me and Sean that you guys are getting into the show, that you're as big of a fan of The Simpsons, well, maybe as big of a fan of The Simpsons as we are. At the very least, you're listening to us.
1: Send us cupcakes. You know, Send us cupcakes. <laughs>
0: we're not opposed to cupcakes. If you'd like to support the show by giving us cupcakes, you're more than welcome to. We're happy to discuss that. Uh, reach out to us, uh, perhaps through the Discord. We can We can let you know what our favorite flavors are. I'll eat any cupcake. I don't
1: care. A Cupcake sounds really good right now. If I had to choose one right now, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I'd go with Funfetti. Ooh, Funfetti's always good. I'd probably go with a peanut butter one. I'm, I'm not opposed to peanut butter.
0: It's uh, one of my favorite uh, flavor profiles, chocolate and peanut butter. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, definitely glad you've uh, been listening and hopefully enjoying the show. If you do want to support the show, Aside from giving us cupcakes, uh, make sure to check out patreoncom slash Media where you can see uh, some of the uh, perks that we offer. Uh, it's uh, you know we're early in the uh, the episodes here, so I don't want to give a lot of uh, details in case uh, you know we end up twisting a few things around. But uh, I think you'll find some uh, wonderful uh, perks on there, and uh, also you know aside from our show, there's plenty of other shows that uh, have great perks on there. So check that out. And uh, Sean, any uh, parting uh, words for our listeners?
1: Don't start fights, and we'll be back for another great episode next week. Yep, uh, Sean's right. We should totally pick on nerds, and
0: uh, that's going to be the uh, uh, homework everyone has for, uh, uh, you know, before the next episode starts. Find nerds, beat them up. Huggers for life. Defeat the huggers. Don't let happiness win. <laughs>